Wait, what? So this happened. I'm Rachel Vallesnor, and this is the podcast Hell is Not the End, although it feels like just the beginning sometimes. Is anything really the end, though? This podcast is meant to explore the limitless possibilities of one's own soul. Why do people do bad things? Why are there countless happenings beyond understanding? Why, when we are cautioned not to do something, do we just do it anyway? The definition of curiosity, a strong desire to know or learn something. There you have it. I will curiously explore why. Hell is not the end. So, we're here today with our special guest, Riley Bogert. Hi. She's going <laughs> to... Hi, Riley. Hi. She's going to tell us all about herself. Yay. So in this in this 2020 <laughs> pandemic year, um, tell us what piques your interest. You and I were speaking about stories and like how graduation was weird and like yeah. college is weird. Tell me everything. So um, I graduated 2020, in May 2020, and um, we had a golf cart graduation uh, so we can social distance safely and all that fun stuff. Uh, it was pretty spectacular. It was pretty great, honestly, but that was pretty much the highlight of the rest of the school year. <laughs> um, everything else sucked. Ah. Online classes were really hard. Uh, my sleep schedule is still suffering. <laughs> um, pretty much, like, graduating... I think that's everybody. Yeah, graduating <laughs> 2020 was not a good time because... No one was ready for it. Um, well, that's true. You can't really yeah. plan for a pandemic. Oh, God, no. But, like, we were really caught off guard. <laughs> like, it was. it's almost laughable how, like, unprepared my school was. Because I remember on my very last day, which I did not expect to be my last day, everyone was so pissed off in my last period class because, like, sports were canceled. And everyone was so pissed off. And then this one kid who, whom I've known forever, he just went, well, I guess I won't see you guys next week. They're probably going to shut us down. And uh, we all laughed, but then like an hour later when I was home, my my dad came and he's like, they just shut down all the schools. Oh, I'm so, like, oh, okay. So you guys right. made fun of him and like it was all funny until it wasn't funny? Well, like it was sort of like a bitter like laugh. Like it was like, yeah, that's a possibility, but let's hope for the best. Um, and then, uh, fast forward, I went to college for a few months. Um, that was, that was fun. I did like it. We did have to social distance and wear masks and we weren't allowed to do like a few things that normal college students would do. But then, uh, a lot of people came back, were like traveling, like down to, uh, up to Denver and like all of that. And they were coming back with, like, COVID. <laughs> uh, even one of my roommates had a scare. She thought she was with one of her friends who tested positive, so she had to get tested. She turned out negative, but... Uh, oh, no, but that's, like, the thing now. Everybody yeah. has to be tested. You're exposed. Oh, my God, yeah. I may have been near somebody. It's, it's like, this is real. Yeah, and, like, we all, we all had to go home. Which, unless you were, like, super special circumstances. Like, one of my other roommates. I had, I had three other roommates, just just to clarify. I lived with three other people. Um, she had special circumstances because she's from Texas. 
Okay. So she, so while the rest of us had to, like, basically had a week to get out, uh, she gets to stay until the end of the semester because she lives in Texas. So that's a little bit harder for her. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I'm sure. But honestly, right now, in this day and age, like, Texas and oh, Florida. Yeah. Those are s- hot spots. <laughs> no, they were. They're not anymore. Oh. They're, like, super protected and they know their stuff. Yeah. Because it's, I think because it's warm. Yeah, probably. Um, yeah. But. No, tell me why you went to school in the first place. Like, because you had this, what was your idea? So you're going to this school that you can't go to anymore, but didn't you go for writing? Well, yes. The reason I went to the school is because it is a two-year community college. Uh, so one is cheaper, because college tuition is expensive as right. all hell. We're all broke. It's all good. Yeah, it's fine. Um, <laughs> uh, I wanted to get my first two years out of the way, and then I would get a transfer so I can major in creative writing, which has been my dream since, like, middle school. Yeah, tell me... So what even sparked this interest in creative writing? Well, I think any human being who has been in middle school will say that it sucked. Uh, (laughs) Middle school sucks. And so I found this sort of weird outlet through these, like, online stories called creepypastas. Please don't make fun of me for that, okay? (laughs) Um, Real stories are, like... Uh, creative fake stories. Creative fake stories, but they're all based on, like, horror. Okay. That was the fun part. Oh, uh, okay. Um, so, like, it kind of delved into, like, really creepy, like, psychological thriller kind of stories yeah. to, like, made-up monster stories to, like, just plain-out murderers. Like, stuff like that. Yeah. And it, it, it was morbidly fascinating, in a way. Um, I really, really enjoyed them, and I got deeper, de- deeper and deeper into it. And well, you did touch on the subject that you weren't the happiest in middle school. I was so, not. Right. So, would you say this kind of got you through? It, yeah, I really did because I'm like, well. So it got you through, and it also sparked your interest in writing yourself. Yeah. So, I pretty much like I would, I was notorious for bringing around, like, a notebook with me in class, and I would, when the lesson got too boring... What? A notebook in class? Yeah, a notebook. But it was, like, a free writing notebook. So I would just, like, I would just free write, um, all the time, and not pay attention to my teachers. They did not care, though. Middle school sucked. Um, (laughs) they did not care. Uh, but... It just really inspired me because I'm like, well, if this person can do it, why can't I do it? Yeah. So I began writing my own, like, really creepy stories. It sounds like a real inspiration, honestly. Yeah, like, I look back on this, like, I read these stories now and I'm like, God, what was I thinking? (laughs) Oh, God, this is horrible. Oh, wait, so are you saying it doesn't, like, hold up over time? Like, if you read it in middle school, you're like, oh, my God, this is so great. And you read it now, you're like, ew. Yeah, yeah. Doesn't think, hold up over time. No, it does not hold up over time. I think... That's good to know, though. That means you've grown as a writer. Thank you. Yeah. Um, Absolutely. Yeah, no, I continued writing uh, pretty much up until now. Like, I'm literally in the middle of writing another story. Not another story. This is going to be a full-length book if I get through it. Um, but it... These stories, like, as stupid as they were, and still are, like, a lot of them aren't. 
Like, if you go to, like, more modern ones that aren't, like, the really cheesy ones when you first get into it, they're actually really good. Wait a second. So you're saying the creepypasta stories still, like, exist? Oh my god, yeah. So, um, I don't know this person at all, but there is one of the main influences on YouTube is this guy, his name is Mr. Creepypasta. It's literally his name. And he actually reads out... How original. I know. Um, he actually reads out all these, uh, all these creepypastas. He has a YouTube channel. He, uh, has a podcast. He's like this. What? A podcast? That's such a dorky thing to do. I know. It's so dorky. What? Uh, I follow him on Spotify, too. Uh, I still listen to I like how you said two. Yeah. Including me, I'm guessing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you're, him and, like, you are the only podcasts I listen to. (laughs) Uh, but, he, I still listen to these stories, like, Well, right, but, I was gonna say, okay, so, but before you get into that, like, delve back in. Like, you said that, um, okay, so you went to college to eventually create a right. Let's go into, like, that one story that got you, the black-eyed children. Yeah, that was the one where I... They're kind of, like, the black-eyed children themselves aren't that, like, fascinating. Like, they're fascinating, but they're not Isn't it the premise, though? Yeah, it's the, a premise. Yeah, the premise is interesting. Them, like, the, them themselves are not that very interesting. Um, the thought of it, though, is really fascinating. So that inspired me to write my own short story. Uh, it didn't have to do... Like, the only thing they have in common is that their eyes are weird. Um, and that that's the one story that I can actually look back on from middle school and be like, okay, this isn't horrible. <laughs> um, but it's weird because these stories just, they kind of started it all. Like, I can pinpoint, like, this story was like, I want to try writing something like this, so I did, and then I just never stopped. Okay, so let's... So, obviously, we've entered your love of creative writing. Yes. <laughs> so now... But you had an interesting point about how the... Those kind of stories relate to ghost stories and the ghost stories that you can relate to now. Specifically, the Black Eyed Children relate to a ghost story that you can... And you can relate to having a ghost story because you, you think you've had some experiences, right? Yeah. Like, actual ghosts. Like, paranormal. Paranormal, yeah. Um, our house is not that old, but it is, like, weird. Uh, and there have been, like, times where I've thought I've heard st- footsteps in the attic. And You guys don't have an attic. Yeah, we do. It's in my room. That was a joke. Because, like, I didn't think you guys could get to it. Okay. okay. Um, we have an attic. Uh, I haven't been up there personally because no. Because um, no. Because no, I'm not. Because no. You sound like Monique. You sound like Monique. Yeah. <laughs> Which she's like, because no. Yeah, because no. I'm not going. I'm not about to go up there. Okay, that's weird. I know, because it uh, just implies a like, creepy, right? An yeah. attic in like a hidden room. Just yeah, it's creates. like it's like always like the attic or the basement or the cellar that's like creepy and totally. you don't want to go in there. Um, so I'm not about to do that. But there, I can, it is above my room. Like, you can't get into it from my room. You get into it through my sister's room, but you can't hear it. Ah. So I've thought I've heard, like, footsteps in the attic. It was and, probably Corey. Yeah, her crawling around in the attic. 
Yeah, like Joy. she does on a Saturday morning and stuff. Yeah, you know, that's normal. Yeah, but totally. my sister and I have talked about, like, how creepy our house can get. Like, there have <laughs> been moments where I've been in the kitchen, and I swear there's something right behind me, and I'm... But you guys, like, you yeah. have you have animals. You have cats. Oh, yeah, we have. So we is have it animals. possible the noises that you're hearing are just kitties? I mean, it could be, but usually when these happen at night, we have our cats, like, in in our rooms like my oh you're like looking at him and you're like wait yeah wait hold on (laughs) um so yeah it could be animals but like you should talk to my mom about her weird ghost experience because i haven't had like a lot of um like i haven't ever had like a ghostly hand touch me or i haven't seen one you know i haven't had that you're not supposed to see one they're ghostly hello fine i haven't seen any like floating orbs or whatever uh, yes, I showed you that picture of me at the Stanley. Oh yeah, okay. That's, uh, you see that's my a ghostly orb. Case. No, but totally. But this this is totally a good point though, because I mean, like, I feel like you know, like when you're in middle school, you're these creepy pasta stories are you know they're 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 catching your eye and you're yeah and like it, like it's making you want to be a creative writer. Oh yeah. And 2020 was weird, so te- pandemically speaking, you have all these creative ideas in you. Oh, yeah. Like, that's how I spent, like, my quarantine. Like, my first quarantine. We might be going back into another, so that's Don't say fun. first. We're still in it. So. <laughs> um, that's how I spent my quarantine. Like, I would... I was just writing constantly because I didn't know... I didn't have anything else to do. I wasn't allowed to go outside. I wasn't working. Uh, I wasn't in school. Yeah. Uh... So, I mean, I was I, I spent most of my time writing and sleeping. Um. <laughs> right? No, no, no. I know, but I love how I love how that like all this relates to what you're what you possibly be, could be writing now. You know? Yeah. Because like, I mean, like we're all shut ins, kind of. I feel like now. <laughs> yeah, we're all shut-ins. we're all indoor cats now. Yes. <laughs> so we Just have sort to, of existing. And if some of us are writing or you know, doing podcasts or whatever like that, it kind of all relates to the strange year that we've had. Yeah, like, nothing can top it. Well, I shouldn't say that. But, like, nothing is really surprising with this year right now. You can say aliens invaded, and I really wouldn't be surprised. (laughs) Um, But, no, it was good for me in a writing sense, not in a, like, a physical or mental sense. But... Uh, in aliens. a writing sense, I had... It's so funny, my brain just went back to aliens, because I was like, oh, have you met my friend E.T.? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he's awesome. I just wrote a lot, and from middle school, I have branched out from the genre of horror. It's still my favorite uh, genre to write. Yeah. Because it's just... It's not easy, but it's like... It's familiar for me. Maybe it's easy. it's easier to you, to your brain, or whatever. Yeah. Um... But I have branched out, like, this story I'm writing right now is Urban Fantasy, I think it's called. Um, so, do you, I, I'm sure you don't want to say anything about that, though, because it's, like, to come. <laughs> but do, so, so because we're relating all these stories together about your school and, like, mm-hmm. how you got inspired to write, do you have a ghost story that kind of relates? Do you have, like, a personal experience that kind of relates? Well... There's this one time when my sister's Girl Scout troop went to the Stanley Hotel, right? And, you know, like, everyone knows the reputation with that. 
And I just piggyback on because, you know, I'm, I'm into that stuff. Like, I really wanted to be there. I really wanted to see it. And there was this moment near the end. We were just exploring the hotel. And I took a picture of myself in the mirror. Um, the flash was on and all that. So you couldn't see my face. But right above my head was this weird ghostly face. Like, mm-hmm. I, that mirror wasn't dirty at all. It was a very well-kept mirror. But it looked like there was a face right above my fi- my own head. Um, so that's probably the closest I've gotten personally to like having a ghost experience. Mm-hmm. Well, um, I was going to say, because I know you've, you've mentioned that before, but honestly, it's really interesting to me because like... You know, people think that, like, if you if you like to write about that kind of stuff, like, it's in your head, and, like, yeah. you're susceptible to it. I don't believe that at all. I believe you're going to have the experience that you're going to have. Yeah. Um, I don't know, maybe call me biased, but I think, like, if you, if you look for it hard enough, or you're thinking about it a lot, like, you're gonna, you're, you're gonna see it more. Like, if... Okay, I'm gonna call you biased. Yeah, probably biased, but it's sort of just, like, that mindset of, like, like, if you tell yourself in the morning you're gonna have a good day, you're gonna have a good day. Wait, like, but didn't... Oh, yeah. God, you make that sound so negative. I, if I think I'm gonna have a good day, I'm gonna have a good day. But I'm didn't a very Corey, negative person. Didn't Corey also mention a story at the Stanley? Yeah, she... she you didn't? Okay. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, so like, possible multiple orbs. Okay. Yeah. So no big secret there. Okay. Yeah. So there's possible that there was more than one. I only ever focused on the like one right above me because that's the one I can't really explain. Oh no, that's cool. That's cool. I because because of your experience, I didn't know if somebody else wanted to jump on and say their own experience. Yeah. But, okay. Um. Yeah, I haven't personally had a lot of like ghost experiences. I have had, like... I'm the opposite, where I have one everywhere I go. Yeah, no, (laughs) I just have, like... Yeah, no, I'm not the person to talk to about, like, having paranormal experiences. No, no, it's cool. I think think what you're saying is important. I like like to know how, like, things have obviously shaped your writing, like, what you like to write, and how you're feeling about stuff, and the fact that this year is just so bizarre, and that you're kind of an adult now... Sort of. Kind of, sort of. I just want to... I'd like to know how you feel. Yeah, well, writing's always been, like, sort of an outlet, in a sense, and I think everyone sort of needs a creative outlet right now, because we're all stuck at home. What do you think I'm doing? Yeah, no. Why do you think I torture you guys with these episodes? Yeah, you you started a podcast, like... That's right, because I needed something to say. Yeah, and... Thank God AJ's here to be my little creative genius. yeah. Yeah, and only, like... Kind of recently in my, like, last year of high school, I'm like, maybe I should actually try getting published. Because, like, I think that's always been, like, you know, the goal. But, like... Oh, yeah. No, I always assumed it would be. Yeah. I've never, like... I'm considering it seriously. But, like, recently I have not been able to, like... I haven't been able to write at a level where I'm actually happy to send it to a publisher to possibly get published. That is what I'm trying to do. And now 2020... 20s happening we all have all the time in the world so maybe that's the time to actually just just sit down and write (laughs) no that's that is very well thought well said 
Yeah. And I like the way you said that, but like honestly, if I had known you, known you my whole, no, you, I can't even speak. Yeah. If I hadn't known you my whole life, I already know this about you. You write beautifully, and then all of a sudden you're like, well, I'm not gonna say anything because it's not ready. Yeah. So, but like, I mean, I I feel like it's 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 great. We watch our movies, we read our books, we write our stuff, yeah. and then we just kind of move on. And if it works, it works, and if it doesn't, it's not gonna break us. We're just gonna work it out. Yeah. Well, I don't know if this is... I think this might go for almost every single type of artist out there, but, like, our work, we will always look at it and find the flaws in it. Like, we will never be perfectly happy with it Mm -hmm. unless we almost destroy ourselves while doing it. And that's just... That's not just art, kid. That is people in general. That's life. Which is okay, because we're all trying to... We're all trying to better ourselves. And, you know, that's okay. Yeah. And theoretically, I know that. <laughs> no, I know, I know. But uh, I had someone actually say once to me, like, your writing will always, your own writing will always, like, be boring and predictable to you because mm-hmm. you know what's going to happen. You're the one writing it. You've read it a hundred times. You've revised it, edited it a hundred times. But to someone who's never read it before, they will be fascinated by it. And you know what? You were always going to be your worst critic. Yeah. That's just how it is. Yeah. Yeah. No, but thanks for this episode, Riley. Thanks for no coming. Problem. This is very... This is just like alluding to what we're dealing with these days. Yeah. Yeah. And I just wanted to say something extra after the fact. That if you're dealing with something, this pandemic is not easy. If you're dealing with depression... Or if you're dealing with something really hard with your family, if you need help, reach out. You know what? It doesn't matter. If you need help, reach out. I I can't even explain to you how important you are. You're important to somebody. Don't ever forget that. A very special thanks to my very special guest, Riley Bogart. She is my niece... And um, I cannot thank her for, like, just giving her insight on her whole life for us. Thanks so much for listening. I'm Rachel Vallesnor, and this is the podcast, Hell is Not the End. <laughs>